Yes, sir. I am in the greatest of moods because one, we got you out the paint yet again. And we, and when I say we, I mean Tar Heel Nation are in the final four, baby. What up? Look, <laughs> congratulations. I need y'all now to finish the job. Bro, who you telling? <laughs> who are you telling? As long as y'all beat Duke, I don't care. Bro, <laughs> I already told you what time it is when it comes to Duke. <laughs> we hype. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa. Uh. Ba, ba. My bad, man. <laughs> that's that's y'all pregame routine. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> if only this thing were in the Dean Dome, man. If only this thing were in the Dean Dome. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and news, news, news. What up, man? Look, man. I mean, look. <laughs> Tell me how you feel. Tell me how Bruh. you really feel. <laughs> Bro, if you don't know by now, <laughs> jump around. <laughs> My boy been cheesing every Bruh. time. <laughs> Bruh. I can't tell you. This is it, man. It's, it's life or death with me now. It's life or death. Like, like I may not. Whoa, 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 whoa. Suicide prevention. <laughs> Look, man. Either I'm here next week or we not pine for a month. <laughs> Look, dog. Describe. Look. <laughs> pause. Pause. We are here, <laughs> and I'm going to leave it all on the line on Saturday. That's it, bro. That's it. Th- this game, bro, this game, you don't understand. This is bragging rights for eternity. Duke and Carolina, Final Four, never met. Nope. Never met. Winner of this game goes to the championship. Lo and behold, we lose, and they go to the championship and win. And send Coach K off with the best farewell tour ever. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself, bro. If they if they beat y'all and then they win the title, <laughs> duh. <laughs> they go through y'all. Don't, don't bother. <laughs> you won't be able to get a hold of me. Don't even worry about it. Phone will be in the river somewhere. <laughs> don't even worry about it, man. It. I mean, it's it really is just. It's one of those things where you couldn't have scripted it any better. Yeah. Like, Carolina and Duke split this year, obviously. Duke washed us on our home court. And then, you know, like we mentioned on the pod, Carolina rinsed Duke on their home court in Coach K's final game in Cameron. Mm -hmm. And now both teams where we thought that neither team would probably make it to the Final Four. I know that I had them losing to Gonzaga. I mean, no, I had them beating Gonzaga, Mm -hmm. but possibly losing to Texas Tech. And I think you had them losing to Texas Texas Tech Tech. as well. And then Carolina, I mean – Coming in as like a nine seed, I had them losing to Baylor. Um, I don't know how <laughs> we survived that game without Brady Manning going down. And then UCLA, yeah. they had us in the first half. Yeah, they had us in the first half. But Caleb Love, he went crazy. 
that boy draft stock went up. Yeah. The price went up for Caleb Love for real, for real. So, I mean, I'm, it, it's just one of those things where this is really, like, obviously the best rivalry in college sports. Yeah. Basketball, at least. I know Michigan, Ohio State's pretty up there in football. We don't but care about that. Yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of one-sided when you but think about that rivalry. Alabama-Auburn is huge as Alabama-Auburn well. is really big, but I feel like that battle is also fairly one-sided as well. Alabama... Alabama, beats Alabama won like, I mean, Auburn just won what last year, the year yeah. before. I mean, Michigan just beat Ohio State. True. I mean, that was one but, out of ten. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. One, that's one what, out of ten. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, I feel like it. It's really this one is more so like balance. I think there's there's just so much more energy around it. I mean, a lot more coverage around it, obviously. And I mm-hmm. mean, it's just the stakes right now couldn't be higher. So for me, it's uh, th- this is gonna be huge. I'm gonna be in Chapel Hill this weekend, so. Tar Heels, I need your energy. <laughs> like, I'll be watching right here. <laughs> like, I need your energy. But we also have Kansas going against Villanova. So that means this is a all blue blood mm-hmm. Final Four, man. Are you surprised at this? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no. Uh, Kansas is very good. Yep. We know I had Villanova in the Final you Four did. anyway. You did. Like, this is this. I mean, the Duke North Carolina thing is, I think that was the biggest surprise surreal. out of everybody. It's surreal. But it's like a dream. Villanova and Kansas, I, I think everybody can see them going to the Final Four. Right, question. right. Yeah, and Villanova just had a huge loss yeah. to Justin Moore. Uh, I think towards, towards Achilles. Achilles. Yeah, towards Achilles. Terrible. And, yeah, that's a terrible, terrible With like out. five minutes left in the game. It was oh, terrible. My. And that game that game was brutal. That was a really low-scoring yeah. game. I thought Houston would have brought more to that. But, I mean, hey, man, it, it is what it is. Who do you have in that game? Do you have Kansas winning that? Um, I actually got Villanova going, but without without yeah, more. I, okay, look, it's Jay Wright. <laughs> I understand he's going against Bill no, Self. No, no, and I agree, yeah. and I agree. Like I've always leaned on coaching in the tournaments because coaching matters, experience matters, and you have those coaches that just have it. Yeah, like we think about the Mike Shashevskys, the Roy Williams, the the Jay Wrights, mm-hmm. the Bill Selfs, the Tom Izzo's. Yeah, like all those coaches just know how to get it done. In the tournament, but Kansas is playing really good basketball Look, right now. Kansas, Kansas is playing out of their mind. They had that that game on Sunday was Against, incredible. Yeah, my they, they were destroyed they, them. They, they were down. They were down by like I want to say five or seven at the half, and came out and went on like a thirty to seven <laughs> run. It got chaotic quick. Yeah, but I think that Villanova, just as tough as they are, they. I mean, don't get me wrong, they don't have. A whole lot of size. They don't have a whole lot of scoring. Which hurt them against Houston. But when I, when I tell you this team is gritty and they find sure. ways to win games that they shouldn't be winning, they should have never beat Houston. Houston, if Houston really – like Houston was pounding the paint and they were scoring bucket after bucket. It was always foul and one, foul and one. They always sent them to the free throw line. Yep, and Houston somehow, just can't get free throws. Right, Houston can't get free throws, and ironically, Villanova is the best free throw shooting team in the country. And you know they found a way to win the game, and it's going to be the same thing. I think that a Villanova is now the underdog because of the yes. loss. Yep, they are. But Jay Wright's going to be prepared for this. Of course. Like let's let's be honest here. He's one of the best coaches in the nation. He, if not the best coach in the nation, and I, I think I that. This team is battle-tested, for one. Okay. They, they can battle through adversity, and they just are tough. Mentally and physically tough. Defensively, they're going to be in you. Like I just feel like this team right now can take down Kansas. I, it's, it's, tough it's, to, it's tough for me to say that because Abaji is going insane. <laughs> 
He's going crazy. That, that dude is a menace. Yeah. That dude that dude is a menace and has a future in the league for sure. Without question. He has a future in the league. And I love Colin Gillespie. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say his uh, last yep. name. Very, very tough there. But Villanova's good. And I just feel like they're going to have to score at least around 65 to 70 points to win that game. And I don't know if they're going to have enough offense. If they don't hold Kansas and to and, and that's the thing. I don't, 70 points. <laughs> and, and the thing is, I just feel like Kansas at any moment can go on those streaky runs. Kansas has been a team that's very streaky up and down. Like they've lost some teams this season that they shouldn't have lost to play some really close games against the TCUs of the world and teams that really shouldn't be competing. But in the tournament, it looks like for the most part, they've stepped up. They had a rough first half against mm-hmm. Miami, but Bill Self made adjustments and it got bad. And I yeah. mean, when it got bad, they they were pounding it on. But let's look at what Kansas, the team, some teams that Kansas lost to this year in the Big 12, they lost to Texas Tech, a yep. very physical yep. defensive, defensive team. team. They lost to Texas, a very physical defensive team. Agree. So, you know, Villanova's in that same vein of You're a right. physical team. And I don't – look, Kansas is very good. They, they are very good, very talented. They have players all over the place. But Villanova as a unit is just really, really tough. And I don't know if they are going to be able to take down Villanova. And that's why I'm picking Villanova in the end. That's interesting. I feel like as tough as Villanova is, Kansas is pretty tough too. And I feel like they have some dogs on their team as yeah. well. They ha- they have some dogs on their team as well. So I think that it's going to come down to scoring for me. And I think that Kansas has just too much size down low, too physical. Mm-hmm. And I know that, you know, Villanova isn't necessarily small, but they're, I don't think they're banging with Kansas down low. Think, like, you don't think j Rod's going to adjust to that? Yeah, but I mean, if, if, for me, he's gonna prepare for that. For me, uh, obviously, <laughs> he has a week. I, like. <laughs> I, I, obviously, he does. Yeah, yeah, he does have a full week. Right. But I just feel like at some point you're gonna have to you're you're gonna have to score. Like I feel like Kansas is a team that can go on that that ten zero run, that real quick spurt where they they go you know mm-hmm. three four minute period where they're scoring constantly. And I don't know if Villanova has the type of firepower to keep up per se. Like, they don't seem like a team that's built for a shootout. And, like, you you mentioned this whole time, like, they're a gritty defensive team, but are they built to withstand, like, a shootout? I mean, if you're a gritty defensive team, I mean, you're not going to be in a shootout. <laughs> I mean, we'll, you're not going to be in a shootout. We'll see, man. I I, just, I really think this game is going to be Unless you're Steph Curry game. shooting from the logo, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're doing any of that. Right. Now, Kansas isn't doing that either. Right. But, like, they, they're just so physical, and they can, like, beat and bang with you down low. But. I will say this. Houston had, I think, the most athletic team in the tournament. As far as yeah. bigs, as far as size, athleticism, yeah. they had that. And Villanova managed to shut them down and, like, really control the tempo and just control one side of the floor, essentially. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if Villanova wins, but I, I think Kansas has the upper hand. On to the main matchup. <laughs> the main event, everything, which is anything right now. Who do you have winning the Duke Carolina game? Look. I need Carolina to win. I hate Duke. <laughs> I, I cannot stand Duke, okay? I cannot stand him. However. <laughs> respectable. Respectable. I, it's, However, it's all good. It's all good, man. I do think. <laughs> I got you. I'm, I'm here, dog. No, nah, I'm just playing. I want Carolina to win. No, I, I, <laughs> I got <want>, Carolina. <laughs> look, man. In, in all honesty, I would not be surprised if Duke wins. Yeah. Um, I think the, the narrative right now... The, the storybook ending for Coach K in his final season to win it all. as arguably the greatest college coach ever yep. is to win it all. Right. And after that embarrassing performance that Duke had on their home floor mm-hmm. against their rival Carolina 
and got brutalized in his last game in Cameron, I wouldn't be shocked that that serves as extra motivation. Obviously, the stakes are high, not only from the Final Four, but from the rivalry standpoint itself. Yeah. So I wouldn't be shocked if Duke wins. I'm I'm going to pick with my heart, obviously. Duh, you wouldn't want to pick Duke. <laughs> like, yeah, I can't, I can't pick Duke. Yeah, no, Please. you can't. <laughs> but Duke does have five first-round players on their team. Yeah. They have a lot of stars. And I just think that Carolina right now is playing excellent basketball. I will say this. Duke has turned it on as of late. The teams that stick around don't stick around for long. Yeah. Like once Paulo Bencaro gets going and and Roach. Oh my yeah. goodness. This Roach dude this dude has been cooking. Yeah. Like his handle's crazy yeah, right now. Roach been cooking. Yeah, his handle's <laughs> crazy. But like I just think the will of Carolina, the the mentality of Carolina, um, Caleb Love just relentless, who's been playing like an absolute gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> an absolute gremlin in the tournament. Baycott on the boards. Mm-hmm. The only thing I worry about is fatigue. I worry about Carolina's fatigue because I know that Duke can go eight, nine deep on the bench. Carolina only plays maybe six players. Yeah. Like their starters are getting around 36 minutes per game. Yeah. That's exhausting. Yeah. We do get a week off, which is great. Right. But, I mean, that weighs on you. And, I mean, you're going to have to be able to control the tempo because both of these teams go on runs in spurts. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to be a great game. I really, really, <laughs> really, really need Carolina to pull this off for my health's sake. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, it's, it's really not much that you can put into words. Like, this is bragging rights for an eternity right. as far as a Carolina or a Duke fan. This is... The trash talk that's gonna follow this, the, the fights that may ensue from this, is is gonna be great, man. Like, I I can't be happier to be in Chapel Hill for this game. It's it's gonna be electric. It's gonna be intense, and we are gonna party all night long, or we are gonna cry ourselves to sleep. <laughs> it, it's really no in between, man. But I'm predicting a Carolina win, and I'm predicting a Kansas win. You're predicting the Carolina and Villanova win. Mm-hmm. With that being said, who do you have hoisting the trophy? If it's if it's Carolina and Villanova, I'm yep. picking Villanova. I'll take that. You picking Jay Wright? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Sticking with What's the coaches. What's crazy is because remember my my pick was originally in my bracket was Villanova and Gonzaga. Yep. I'm sticking with that. Villanova's yep. going to the championship game. Yep. You did have Villanova in the championship, which is wild because I just couldn't have seen it. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what it was. I just I just couldn't have seen it, but I should have known that coaching matters. Like, at the end of the day, coaching matters. And with Jay Wright, like, he's one of the best of them. Hubert Davis. Salute to Hubert Davis right yeah. now. In his first year, yeah. your first year. Going to the Final Four Going to the Final Four is huge. Yeah. Also giving Carolina the most Final Four appearances mm-hmm. in tournament history. Thank you, thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. But it's been good, man. On the NBA, we have only seven games left on the regular season schedule, and the Lakers in danger of missing the playoffs after losing, blowing a 20-point lead to the Pelicans. Crazy. Garbage, actually. Yeah. Like, really disgusting. And now the Spurs are only a half game back of the Lakers right now for that 10 seed. Embarrassing. My goodness. <laughs> With seven games left, man, are the Lakers gonna miss the playoffs? Yes, they're gonna they're gonna lose in the play in one of those playing games. I don't think they're gonna make the play-in. Oh no, I I mean that's what I meant to say. Are the are the oh. Lakers gonna comp- are the Lakers gonna miss the play-in? Even nah, they're gonna miss the playoffs regardless. <laughs> they're, they're missing the playoffs regardless. I don't think they're gonna make the play-in. They have one of the hardest schedules yeah. remaining in the NBA. 
Should LeBron sit it down? Yeah, he should. Why? <laughs> what are you playing for? Scoring title. You can, there's always next year. You can be, be that next 30, year. Be 39 next year. But he's not gonna. He's still not. He's, he's still gonna have to get it next year anyway. It doesn't matter. He's not gonna get it this year. So he, no, he is. He it, like I think. He, I think he is gonna get the scoring title this year. No, he's year. not. It's gonna be next year. I think he is gonna. Why? Why because is that? Because he's over a thousand points away. No, I'm, I'm not talking about the all-time scoring title. Oh, you're I'm talking, talking about the regular, regular season. Regular season, regular oh, season. My bad. Okay, regular okay. season. Regular season. I mean, he's not playing tonight, so I mean, that's gonna. Joe and B, Jokic, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it might, it might hold him back. I think that's what I think. I really think that's the only reason that he's he going to try to finish it out. <laughs> yeah, I, I think he does want the regular season scoring I mean, what title. A, but with a sprained ankle, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, I, I get it. Like, you never want to quit on your team. But let, let's be honest. You're not going anywhere right. this season. Lo and behold, you get in the playoffs at the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. You play the Suns, you get swept. Definitely. Like, like, let's call a spade a spade. You play, With AD, yeah. you, you may win one game. You may win one game. I'm telling you right now. You, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't beating the Suns and you ain't beating the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> that Grizzlies team, even without John Morant, is a scary, scary team. Yeah. Very well coached. I did not realize how good that they were as a unit. Yeah. Those young boys, I mean, they're playing. It's just sparks, right? They have a bunch of young pieces, yep. and they feel like they can play with anybody. Yep. And it's going to be really interesting should they play a Golden State team with a Steph Curry or a Phoenix Suns team that has – you know, the older veteran is Chris Paul and then a whole bunch of young guys. Yep. So, I mean, one of these teams out of the, you know, the top three seeds in the West, look, it's it's going to be tough. What do you think as far as a matchup between the Grizzlies and the, uh, not Suns, I, I think the Suns are better than the Grizzlies. Yeah. The Grizzlies and the Warriors, who do you think wins that seven-game series? Man, and it's crazy because this is the same teams, two teams that played in the play-in last year. And uh, yep. the, the whole Draymond Green debacle yep. to lose the game and all that. So here, here's what I'm going to say. I think that the Grizzlies will win that series. If uh, they had it, to play in, it, a seven game play series, in a seven-game series, I would take the Memphis Grizzlies. Even, even a fully healthy, both teams fully healthy, you still pick the Grizzlies. Yeah. Wow. And I only say that just because the young legs of a Memphis Grizzlies, but also, excuse me, um, I just feel like, these boys are not afraid of the Golden State Warriors. Matter of fact, they want the Golden State Warriors. Like they, yeah. <laughs> they look forward to playing them all the time. I agree. And I feel like the matchup of a John Moran and Desmond Bain and all these boys, like they have dudes that are just readily fearless. Yeah, I mean these fearless. dudes, they do not care. Fear, fearless. And I, I feel like in the end, I think in the seven game series, I think that the Memphis Grizzlies would beat the Golden State Warriors. It's funny because I kind of want to agree with you. I, I want to be honest. I kind of do want to agree with you. I don't know what it is about, you know, the Warriors right now. They just don't look like that Warriors team yeah. that everybody expected them to return to when they won, was it, 72 games? Mm-hmm. Like, they don't like that Warriors team. And I'm, I know Steph obviously has to get healthy. Clay, this is his first season yeah. back. So we understand it. But I feel like something's off as far as their chemistry. Their defense hasn't been all that great that's lately. A, that, you know and, what? And that's, that's it. You, that's usually – we know that Steph can score and right. light up the scoreboard. But their defense is, you know, very, very good for the most part these past couple of seasons. It's always been underrated because we look at how right. they marvel at shooting three-pointers. But their defense has been really slacking as of late. It's been terrible. And I think that that is the reason that if I had to lean, I would possibly lean Grizzlies. But I just can't I, – I can't take that away from the Warriors just because I've seen them in the moment, and I know that, you know, they're built for it. So I think the leadership alone would be able to will them. But would I be surprised if they lost that series? No, I would not. Even with 
Steph with a fracture in his foot. What? That's the thing. I'm, I'm saying he's like, never going to be fully healthy. Let's be honest. You're right. He's and not. I, and I agree with that. But I also look at John Morant. John Morant has been on and off uh, unhealthy he has a, he has for, the, for the most knee, part. Right? He's been on and off for the most part the entire season. Yeah. So I mean, it's been rough for him too. But on the contrary, they've been winning all their games without John Morant. Right. So it's not like you know his absence has been a big deal for them. Like they've learned to adapt. And let's look at the two teams in the West. Both the Suns and the Memphis Grizzlies have lost their floor generals and have still won. I mean, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. Crazy amount of games. Finding ways to win. Yeah. Finding ways to win. So, I mean, I don't know. I think that would be something very interesting. Outside of that, those three teams, I'm not really caring too much about the Western Conference. Yeah. Um, I think the Suns are head and shoulders the class of the field. I think so, too. Yeah, I think they're the class Obviously. of the field. My, my <laughs> sleeper team to watch out for in the in the playoffs would be the Mavs. They're good. I, I think the Mavs are sneaky good. good. They have really good defense as yeah. well. And Luka, I mean, you, you can't say enough about Luka. Exactly. Like, Especially start, in the postseason. He's to, very good. I started good. to like Luka more and more every year because, one, he talks trash. Yeah. And I love it. He talks mad trash, but his game isn't like super flashy. He's not extra quick or OD athletic. Mm. He just gets gritty everything. He, yeah. he gets the boards. He gets the assists. He has the fadeaway jump shot. He makes like the fundamental moves, like all the passes. His floor vision is incredible. It, he, he's just good. Yeah. Like he knows how to get a bucket. Put it like that. He just knows how to get a bucket. So I love Luca. On to the Eastern Conference where the top four teams are playing musical chairs right now. Yeah. Boston Celtics were the one seed for all of a day. <laughs> Lost the game to the Raptors, and now the Heat are the one seed. Again. <laughs> Who's the best team in the East right now? The Milwaukee Bucks are the best team in the Eastern Conference. <laughs> agree. 100%. And I think they've consistently been the best team in the Eastern Conference. I will say this. I think that I do think that they're overall the best team right now, but the Milwaukee Bucks defense as of late has also been a little slack, but I think that they're going to pick that up as they head towards yeah. the postseason. They have a big game tonight against hmm. the Sixers, and I feel like, you know, Giannis is coming back. Uh, Middleton's coming back. Like, they've also been a little banged up, but teams are starting to rest their starters a little bit as yeah. we get towards playoff time because once the playoffs come, you know, it's full, full speed ahead. Right. So, I mean, I think they're still working on their chemistry, getting Lopez back in the lineup, mm -hmm. adjusting with him, Abaka, those boys. But I think come playoff time, they will be ready. They do have a big matchup tonight against the Sixers, and I expect them to come out and dominate that game. I really do. Like, I feel like Giannis plays his best games when the when the team has an opposing superstar yeah. that is, like, a rival for him. Right. And I, f I feel like the Bucks are going to win that game tonight. Speaking of Sixers, what's up with the Sixers as of late, man? Harden is not not the Harden that we thought he'd be. Was this trade a bust? No, it wasn't a bust. But I think that, you know, the Sixers organization in general just needs to hold him more accountable. Like, James Harden, and this has been reported by several media outlets, mm -hmm. he loves the party life after games. And maybe that's not what you want going into the postseason is a guy that's going to play a playoff game and then be in the club, <laughs> letting it rain, <laughs> you know, hey, right man. after game hey, one of the finals. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, if they out there, I got to throw this money. <laughs> I got to throw this Look, money, though. He want to be out there playing, you know, you know, partying with little Dirk and little Baby, you know what I mean? And it's like, right, uh, he, he said it's a once-in-a-lifetime uh, opportunity. Come on, bro. He said, I got to take it. He in a stew with them, like, bro, you not rapping. You yeah. have no features. <laughs> you know? You're not playing down <laughs> no bars. Get out of the studio. He in man. the back sipping wine. Go to sleep. <laughs> Go to sleep. Man. 
He yeah. want to party so bad. Like, dog, you are in your 30s. Grow up. <laughs> that, that, what are you doing? I will say this. James Harden lately, it doesn't look like he's getting to the rack as easy as it seems. And I'm still holding out that come postseason, he will get it together. Because I think he's hearing the noise. Like, there's been a lot of talk, you know, about his ISO game, about his effectiveness, creating space. And he's lost a step, and he's only going to be on the decline, so on and so forth. Let me sh- look. We'll see. Let the record show. I, and, and this has been back to his Houston days, I always say James Harden does not perform in the postseason. And he does not perform in the postseason. That, that has also been his Achilles heel every the year. The year they went to the Western Conference Finals was when they had Chris Paul on the team. Yep. Chris Paul. Went down. When he left, when he when Chris Ball went down, that's when they, everything went downhill. Look, James Harden is a great player. He's yeah. a great scorer. He can iso ball. He can do a lot of great things. He's one of the great scorers of our game yep. in the history of our game. But when it comes to the postseason, that brother, man, he's not James Harden. Folds like a napkin. <laughs> that is Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> that is Joseph Harden. Okay. That's not Chris. That's Cliff. Yeah. <laughs> this man's sick. That is Joseph. Joe, okay. Joseph Harden yeah. is insane. He becomes Joseph Harden in the postseason. <laughs> Joseph Harden is insane. <laughs> that's good. That, that's good. I don't know, man. I'm still holding out hope. I think that I really do think that right now, you know, they may not look it, but I feel like in the postseason, they're going to be up to par. I think I think the, the play in the East is going to be insane. Um, now that also the mandate has been lifted in Brooklyn, Kyrie now officially playing home it's about games. Time. <laughs> How are you feeling about Brooklyn's chances? Look, Brooklyn's gonna have to play two playing games to get into the playoffs. Yep. So I mean, it all depends. Like I, I feel like I think in the end, Brooklyn will get in the playoffs. They're gonna win the playoff, the playing games. Yep. And then one all, seed, right? If can they beat the Boston? Yeah, they can beat Boston. Can they beat the Miami? Yeah, they can beat Miami. All right, but. One one of the issues is if they have to play the play-in game and go to Toronto, that's Kyrie an issue play. because Kyrie can't play in Canada. Kyrie can't play, so it's really KD. But I don't, and the dudes. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think they will be because the Raptors are what a a five or six seed. Oh, you mean in the play-in game? Playing in the play-in game. Oh, I thought you meant like in the first round of the playoffs. Nah, in the yeah, play-in yeah, game. Yeah, in the, the play-in game. If they got to go to Toronto, yep. Kyrie can't play. So KD gonna have to put up ninety. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna have to. Gonna have, Katie gonna have to put up ninety. And back to the Sixers real quick. I, I think that that team, I think they're good, right? I feel like they can, you know, depending on who they play in the first round, I feel like they can win their first round series. Yep. However, that team does not have a lot of depth at all. Their bench is not great, like at all. Like you playing guys like Corkmas and you got Danny Green, Danny coming off Green the bench. coming off the bench. Yep. Like neither one of those guys can play defense. Yep. And you don't really have any effectiveness when Joel Embiid and James Harden are off the floor. Like, who's scoring your points? Mm-hmm. Tobias Harris? He's, by the way, Tobias Harris has been coming along lately. I will say that. But when Joel, when Joel Embiid is off the floor and when James Harden is off the floor, who's creating offense and who's scoring yep. with the offense? Yep. So this is, this is an issue they're going to run to in the postseason. I just don't know what, sh- I don't know what Doc's going to do to shake that up because right now you're not getting much production when they're off the floor. 
Yeah, I agree, man. Their second unit just doesn't have it. Like, they just don't have anybody to really create on their own. Danny Green's not creating. We already know that. You're right. Like, he's just a shooter. Dog. I love you. Go Heels. Like, <laughs> we all in on Saturday, but you ain't got it, G. You just ain't bringing it to him. So, I mean, in the postseason, honestly, minutes are going to be stretched out a little better. I think the rotations will be a little better as far as you can't take both your starters out. Yeah. Jo- Joel Embiid or James Harden have to be on the floor basically at all times yeah at least one of them has to be on the floor at all times because you can't rely on anybody else you got Tyrese Maxey mm-hmm. but you know he's still young he's right. still developing so in the playoffs will he be able to play up to you know the competition things are going to get a lot harder in the postseason right. Every, everybody know you know the refs aren't going to be calling you know the ticky tack fouls as much defense is going to be a little more physical mm-hmm. players are going to be a lot more crisp and I mean the pressure is going to be on so we're, we're going to see what happens. To me, the pressures rely all on James Harden's shoulders. Like, I think Joel Embiid is going to ball out. He's going to do yeah. what he has to do because he's a big man. He's a dominant big man. He knows how to use his sides. Right. And nobody can really bang with him down low. Exactly. So, I mean, barring an injury, he's going to be just fine. It's really going to be up to James Harden. And, you know, all that Daryl Morey gave up to get Harden. Mm-hmm. So, he's going to have to step up and make a play. And will he make that play? I mean, it's to be determined, man. Right. Yeah, I mean... Like I told you, Joseph, <laughs> jo- Joseph Harden, Joseph Harden, Joseph Harden. So you have the Bucks coming out of the East. Yeah. Okay. I I have the Bucks right now, but I reserve the right to change my answer <laughs> if the Nets make it out of the play-in tournament, which I think they will. Because you think right the Nets now, gonna be the Bucks. I do. Wow. It, it's it's tough, man. It's really tough. I think. I think Kyrie can put together two games of decent defense. (laughs) Two games of decent defense. Because right now he is on a scoring tear. And I mean, an efficient. It's efficient. Like, he's literally putting up, like, 30 and 40 on 15 shots. Like, he's being very, very efficient. And I feel like... He better be efficient. He only played half a year. (laughs) Yeah, he got the legs to do it. That's what I'm saying. He has the legs to do it. But I think that in the playoffs you know, they're going to flip the switch even more. Like, I feel like they're going to flip the switch even more. Like, Kyrie in the playoffs, Kyrie in the regular season, they're, I mean, he's great in the regular season. He's really good in the playoffs yeah. as well. Like, yeah. we've seen Kyrie in the championship. We know how he gets down. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets busy. So, I mean, it's going to be really, really interesting. Hopefully, he is not Joseph. <laughs> he, 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 he is not Joseph. He is him. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he is him. He is, he is Uncle Drew. Right. Like, him University. Yeah, yeah, he, is, <laughs> he, is, he is Uncle Drew. So, I mean, we're going to see what Kyrie does in the postseason. And it's going to be interesting. Hopefully that matchup isn't until the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I know we're going to get, you know, eventually the Bucks are going to have to play the Sixers or the Bucks are going to have to play the Nets mm-hmm. before the Eastern Conference Finals. Because, I mean, there's just a lot of good teams. Yeah. Is there a sleeper team to you in the East that we're not really talking about? A sleeper team? Yep. Uh, Aside from those three, like, yeah, I mean, Boston is is one team to name just because of the defensive proudness that they have. But their center just got hurt. That, that hurt. is a huge, huge blow. And Boston's been playing some great basketball. Probably one of the highest teams in the league right yeah. now. Definitely the hottest in the East. I want to say, yeah, their record as of late has been crazy. On the defensive side is where they're getting it done. Mm-hmm. And Tatum has been on a tear. Yeah. T- Tatum's been on a an all-time tear. Like he's playing his best basketball right now. Yeah. But in the postseason, I feel like you're gonna have to have a little more, you know, surrounding cast to help you because teams are gonna hone in on your best player. Right. 
Like, and Tatum's still gonna get his. Mm-hmm. Like, like, let's oh, be clear. Tatum performs in the playoffs. Like, I will yeah, say that he does. He's he's gonna get his, but you're gonna need other players to step up. Yeah. And I just don't know if their team together, especially with the loss of their big man, mm-hmm. can really get them through it. Do you think that they can beat a Toronto team in the plays playoffs? Excuse me. No, Toronto is one of those teams where that's tricky. Wow. Because they have the length, but they also have the pedigree of coach. Mm-hmm. They like Toronto's one of those wild teams that if you play them in a postseason with Siakam and those, but like they have Scotty Barnes, like they just have so much length on their team that they can cover and switch multiple positions one through five. They're a t- they're a tough team. Like Toronto's gonna be tough. So it sounds like you're fairly high on the Raptors right now. Yeah. Do you have them beating a Miami Heat team? Possibly, yeah. Then oh, they wow. just, didn't they just blow Miami out by like 20? Miami hasn't been playing good basketball as <laughs> of late. Like, they just let's blew them out by like 20. Miami is fighting each other right now in the yeah, sideline. So, yeah, and the coach. <laughs> yeah, and, and the coach. So, yeah, Miami's been going through it as of late. Do you have them beating a Bulls team? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not worried about the Bulls. We know that. <laughs> I am so down on the Bulls. After I was so high on the Bulls. I know you were like, was, the Bulls, this Bulls. So, I was like. I was so high on the Bulls, and I am so down on the Bulls. My Lord, man. You know you I know, don't, one I, don't know fun, I don't know what happened. One fun fact about the Bulls, I believe they haven't beat a top five team in the East or West. They haven't. They haven't. <laughs> and I, it's I, 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 I want to say it's top three, but I want to. It might be top three. It might be top five. Yeah. But I want to say they're like zero and thirteen or something yeah, like that. They're it, like zero and thirteen it, against teams in the top. It's really bad. I'm like, yo, this, this, y'all. So are, y'all not be no winning team. Y'all are not helping my <laughs> argument right now. Y'all are really not helping my argument right now. But I mean, it it. I'm not, yeah, I can't really vouch for the Bulls right now. We're going to see how they perform in the playoffs. They're going to make it, obviously. Yeah. I think DeRozan's going to do his thing. Hopefully, Levine does his thing. But, yeah, if they go up against anybody, team, <laughs> no, I, I actually think that them against a Toronto team would be a very good series. I think that would be a good series. I think Toronto would get them out the paint. I, like 4-1 out the paint? Like that, think, That's out the paint. Yeah, I think they will beat them 4-1. Toronto. <laughs> I think that game is. I think that game is seven series. You think I, so? Seven games. Excuse me. I think that series is seven uh, games. That's tough. I think Toronto getting them out the paint. So Toronto Miami series. Who wins that series? Man, that's tough. I think. I think that Miami can pull that out. But I would not be shocked if Toronto does wins that. So where do you rank Miami against like a Philly? That's a good matchup for them. So I think. I think that they had the defensive proudness to a stop Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> You're not letting this go. Right? But no, I think I think Miami beats Philly. You I mean, Joel, Joel Embiid will be the only reason that Philly wins. But I think I think Miami beats Philly. I do think that is a good matchup for Miami because I think that Butler or, or any any other big guard can neutralize what Harden yeah. does. Embiid is going to get his for everything, right? So, and that's why I'm not worried about Joel. Yeah, Embiid's going to get his, but I think that I I just don't know about Miami scoring enough points. Um, Miami, I, yeah. Miami, they have great defense. I just don't. I worry about them going up against teams that are just as physical, but can can drop buckets. Yeah. Like Tyler Hero gets buckets. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy buckets is Jimmy buckets. Right. But he hasn't been buckets lately. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So I, I just feel like it, it's so up and down with them. So we'll see how that goes. And we already know how you feel about Kyle. Lowry. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, I wasn't even gonna bring it up. Man. I'm having too good of a week to mention him. I'm, I'm having too good of a week to mention him. Like. This is why Miami's not going to be great right here. <laughs> All right, man. On to the NFL. <laughs> Tyreek Hill, man, yeah. left the Chiefs. Where does this put the Chiefs in that division? First. <laughs> what? First. Uno. Oh. No, I'm just playing. I was like, I was like first, first, <laughs> no. first what? <laughs> I, I think the Chargers jump into the number one seed. Um, yep. I would, I would say that 
the Raiders now pop into the number two spot and the Chiefs okay. number three. Oh, you styled the Broncos last. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I had the Raiders last at first. Now I have the Broncos last. Oh, okay, okay. Because okay. after the Devontae Adams trade, I was like, nope, they, they yeah, got to go up. That, yeah, that, that, that Devontae Adams trade was big. I just think that this loss is going to be a lot bigger than people are saying it is. I mean, I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I do think the Chiefs will be okay. They, they have a good O-line. They're going to be fine. But I feel like Tyreek Hill is an explosive player. And I also feel like Pat Mahomes really benefited off of Tyreek Hill. Yep. But Tyreek Hill also benefited oh, greatly. Mahomes. Off Pat Mahomes. I don't think neither is going to be better off. I agree. I don't, because of this. I don't think that Tyreek Hill is going to love playing with Tua. Oh, and, and I, don't, I, I already and, told you how right. I feel about Tua. And I don't I don't feel like Pat Mahomes is going to be comfortable at all playing without Tyreek Hill. Because here's... It's, it's He's the, a safety blanket. Right. He's a safety it's blanket. It's the extra plays outside the pocket where he can just throw the ball down the field yep. and he knows Tyreek's he, there. He'll run under it. You're he'll not going to get that it. with Juju. You're not gonna get that with Mark as about that scam. Yeah, you're not like <laughs> you're right. You're not gonna you're get right. that with these guys. So you're gonna have to play in the structure of the offense. But when plays break down, who's your safety blanket? Is it going yeah. to be? It's gotta be Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. It's gotta be Travis Kelsey because is it? It's not gonna be Juju. <laughs> yeah, Juju's gonna be on the 50 yard line twerking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With, like, with Pat Mahomes' brother, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you, they, they didn't. He didn't already reached out yeah, to him on Twitter. Yo, link up. TikTok, TikTok masters, TikTok champions. Before the game, they're gonna yeah, be in the locker room, bro. Doing a performance, <laughs> just sick, bro. Just sick. How do you feel about Tyreek's move to Miami? Strictly money based. I mean, right. at least I we, think so. And that's exactly what he and said. He said it. Yeah. He said, "Yo, when they come to you with all that money, like, what you want me yeah. to do?" And I get it. Get your bag. Get paid, young man. Get paid. Right. I'm all for you getting the bag. But just know that if you think you're going on a deep post route with Tua. Go ahead and cancel that yeah, one, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be in the Wildcat, yeah. my guy. <laughs> card. You, you get you No, you no, not the wild card. You're going to be running the Wildcat. <laughs> you're not catching deep balls from Tua, bro. You're not catching deep passes you, from Tua. You're you're going to be in the Wildcat. You're getting a lot of reverses. And slants. You're, you're getting a lot of slant routes, and you might get popped across the middle a few <laughs> times because Tua will be throwing some ducks out yeah. there. I will say this, though. Man, I mean, Tyreek Ty, Tyre Hill and uh, Waddle, that's the fastest NBA NFL duo yeah. ever. Oh, oh no. Nah, they're <laughs> they're going to be super, super quick back there, but – this is, I think, this right here is, makes this more make or break for Tua. For yeah, me. so I'll I'll say this right. I I think Tua. I mean, obviously Tua knows the pressures on him, but I think the offense that Mike McDaniel is bringing from San Francisco over to Miami is going to be very very key for Tua. And what I mean by that is, the 49ers did good with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yep. Okay, Tua. True. You know what I mean? Like, Jimmy G's not a good, great quarterback by any stretch. He's not great. He's a good quarterback. He's not great. Right. Tua is not a great quarterback. Nope. He's a uh, quarterback. <laughs> he's a quarterback. Bro. He's, he's, a, he's a quarterback. He's decent to good. Bro, he has a backup in Teddy B that will take his spot, and they'll both average the same the same yards downfield. Six. But I'll six, say this. Six yards downfield. The back half of the year last year, Tua came on, and he came alive. And him and Waddle had a great rapport, right? Yep. That was a great Agreed. rapport down the stretch. And I think that Mike McDaniel incorporating those zone, that zone run scheme where it's ma- it's purely matchup based. That's that's Mike McDaniel's offense that comes over from uh, the Shanahan tree. Yep. It's purely matchup based. In the same way that they use Debo Samuel, they're going to use Tyreek Hill, and that 
he's going to get, you're right, he's going to get the ball behind the line of scrimmage. He's also yeah. going to get reverses. He's also right. going to get the post routes. He's also going to get the slants. But let's not forget the element of the deep ball down the field. Even if Tyreek Hill becomes a decoy, that means Waddle's going over the top. So, and I believe that even, and, I, and look, Tua's deep ball is not bad. Let's, let's be honest there. It's not bad. His deep ball is not bad. His deep ball is not bad. <laughs> What's deep? 20 yards? <laughs> Look. Like what we like what was like what, what is a deep ball? Is it a Pat Mahomes deep ball? Like fifty in the Nobody's air? doing the Pat Mahomes deep ball, but <laughs> Josh Allen can throw about throwing that him, ball. Him, Aaron Rodgers, like, bro, yeah. Pat Mahomes. That's people, it. people that, have and, deep and, and, and yeah, like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Like what deep ball are we talking about? <laughs> We're talking. Tyreek Hill is used to taking Look. like a fifty yarder and then going to the extra thirty. So. It's going to be 25 yards, <laughs> and he's going to take deep, it to the house. Deep 20. The 25 deep, to 30. This deep 25 right here. Yo, go deep. Yo, how far? About 20. About, about, 20 about 25 about to 20. 30, and then he can just run it in at that point. Yeah, go deep. Go deep. All right, I'm going to go about 40. Whoa, 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 whoa. Bring it. Dial it back. 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 Bring that in about 30 yards. Bring that in about 30 yards. I, I don't know, man. I think this is a make or break year for two. I really do. Yeah. You do you expect him to take the next step though? You expect him to flourish in this offense? Man, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. I, I feel I feel like Tyreek, um, as much as he loves the money and as much as he deserves the money, I don't think he's gonna be as happy. Um, I don't think he's gonna get as many targets. He's definitely not gonna win he's, as much. He's definitely not. Yeah, he's not gonna win as much. <laughs> he's not. I don't think he's gonna get as many touchdowns. He might not gonna. You know, they might not make the playoffs this year. But yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, and, that, and and that's that's my point. Like yeah. they had a solid team. They were close to making the playoffs mm -hmm. last year. Yeah, they had a chance. Like they they were there in the end. It's just they couldn't get over the hump. Yeah, and I don't know if they're gonna be able to get over the hump with Tua. We'll see. Um, I I don't really know why they brought Teddy Bridgewater in to back up. We Tua. know why they brought Teddy Bridgewater. I, in. I, I no, I really don't. I feel like they're the same person. It's a security blanket. It really, honestly, it really is a security. Yeah, blanket. but I mean, I think that they should have brought someone in to actually push Tua yeah. and like you know. Yeah push him to get better. I don't think Teddy Bridgewater is like, you know, an upgrade, not necessarily a downgrade. He's the same quarterback. Like mm. if you're going to bring in a backup, bring somebody at least with a cannon on him. Yeah. Like bring Andy Dalton in or something. He might be just as bad. He might be just as bad. I know you of all people did not just say Andy Dalton. Hey, bro, the Red Robin, bro. Red Rifle, Red Ginger. Bro, we saw like, what Andy Dalton was capable of the last year. Yeah. A lot of short passes, just like Tua, bro. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll go out there. We'll see. Like, we'll we'll see, man. I'm I'm just not a believer. I'm I'm just not a believer. Speaking of Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton did get signed today to where the Saints. Uh, yeah, the Saints. That's all I was about to say. Yeah, to, to the Saints. So I think that's a security blanket for the Saints as well. Because for who? For, for Jameis, obviously. Because oh. Taysom Hill's not gonna be the backup. Like, <laughs> like what are we doing here? Like, come on. Like, like, come on. Let let's be honest here. Taysom Hill's not gonna be it. You mentioned Jimmy G, and yeah. before we get off football, we gotta mention Jimmy G, because the 49ers, I don't think they plan to release him. No, they're not. What are they gonna do with him? My are guess they, is Are they gonna run it back look, again and be average they, they again? They could, they could. But my my rating on what's happening with the situation is they have not got an offer that they wanted. And I guarantee I it. you it's because the shoulder surgery that yeah. they, they expected to. They expected Jimmy G to get that done immediately after the season. Jimmy G waited a month to get that done. Okay. So, and that was that was kind of the back and forth. And we're going to see how it shakes out. But they thought they were going to get more 
than they yeah more value for right. them. And I feel like the Browns are in the same situation with yep. Baker Mayfield. No, nobody's really throwing the bag out. Well, there. it's different, right? Jimmy, like Baker Mayfield has interest, but it's his contract that's precluding no, him. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's, you don't want to pick up that money. Right. Like, it's it's the money. You don't want to pick but up it's that not, money. It's not the money with Jimmy G though. It's the shoulder that's bothering. It's it's the shoulder that teams are questioning. Like, is he going to be ready by training camp? Because if he's not, there's no point of having him. I mean, so, I, I, I don't see <laughs> personally, and this is just my opinion. Mm-hmm. I don't see who's interested in either quarterback. That's as far as a Super Bowl contender, unless you're bringing him on to back up someone. Because I think all the teams that are Super Bowl contenders have a solidified quarterback at their at that position right yeah, now. Yeah, at this point, yeah. Like at at this point in time, like all the moves have been made. Like Jimmy G's interest would be in what Seattle would be in Carolina. North Seattle, Carolina. Carolina. And Carolina. There's only two options. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, ne- neither of those teams are going anywhere right. fast. Right. <laughs> like, they're, they're probably going backwards, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, to me, it really doesn't. It's like, I, I guess that's what they were hoping for. We'll see what happens. Um, not sure where Baker's going to go. Not sure where Jimmy G's going to go. I think Baker will be potentially let go before Jimmy G does, if that, I, if that were to happen. Look, Baker could get released when his money is... You know, I think I think it's gonna have to be a contract thing with him and the Browns, but, but there's ba- there is interest in Baker Mayfield, but it's there's the interest contract. in Cam Newton as well, right? <laughs> there's interest everywhere, bro. Right. Like we'll we'll see which teams are really legit contenders that have interest. Right. I don't think any of them are. No, that, I would not say a contender, but there's interest in the quarterbacks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yo, speaking of quarterbacks, Mariota went to the Falcons. Yo, did you see that picture of him signing his contract? Right. I thought it was Obama. He look old, bro. He is stressed. He like he like fifty five. He's like twenty eight years old, <laughs> bro. He had a whole head of gray hair and wrinkles. Obama. Bro, he like Obama point five. Like, <laughs> like dog, he look nuts. It was crazy. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. Will Smith smack fire out of Chris Rock. Yo, what's up, man? What happened? I was not watching the Oscars at all. Didn't watch the Oscars, but that clip was everywhere. <laughs> if you Chris Rock in that situation, what you do? No, nah, no, nah, I have to go at him. At yeah, that point. you, you I, got I, to. Bro, I'm, I'm look <laughs> from this this side of the floor to that side. I'm whooping your <laughs> tail. Like I'm not having it, bro. They're gonna have to cut the program at that point. Yeah, they going straight to commercial. Yeah. For good. <laughs> Ain't no way, bro. bro you smack me like that, bro. Nah, we got bro, problems. We, yeah, we rumbling, and then it's every day after that that <laughs> I see you. It's every day after that. I'm gonna be outside the gate you. of your house yeah, with a bat. Bro. <laughs> like there is no way. Or I'm just, yo, if you do that. And you just walk off like that. I'm dropping another 35 jokes. <laughs> you gonna have to come back up and address me. Nah, nah not only that. I, you start walking away, bro. I'm starting joining on you. Yeah, but boy. If you yeah. don't get your, old, yeah. I'm going. I'm, I'm going in after you too, man. That was a wild, wild scene. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. We'll look like a boss. Yeah. He went up, smacked him, cussed him out, and then won an Oscar. <laughs> then won an Oscar. Proceeded to win an Oscar and gave a speech right after. I that. will say this though, on a more serious note. Chris Rock shouldn't have said that about Jada mm-hmm. because of the health issues she's going through right now Agreed. with alopecia and all the other kind of stuff she's going through health-wise for her, yeah. her skin, her hair, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So. I agree. I think it was a sensitive subject. Chris Rock is a comedian. Yeah. And I, I don't think the joke was like extra harsh. I don't harsh. think he knew. I just, yeah, I, don't, yeah. I just don't think that... In the time and you know, in the time they're wearing right mm-hmm. now, I just feel like you could have probably done without it. Like yeah. I know people are like, "Oh, too sensitive," blah blah blah. But it's like 
I feel like there's a time and place for everything. I don't think that Will should have got up and did yeah. that either. No, Will should have definitely I, I, did like, that. I feel like that was a little over yeah, the top. Yeah, it was. <laughs> like, it was. Like, whoa, you, you wild. And that's why I said I think there's more to what's going yeah. on there. And yeah, I, I, think, I, don't think, I, don't think it, I don't think that was just the trigger right yeah. there. I think that there has to be a little bit more there, from yeah, that. Yeah, there's more to that. And then, you know, you couple that with the health issues of your wife. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's, a, there's more there than people are reading into. So. Yep. Yeah. I agree. NFL owners, man, approving a proposal to modify the overtime in the playoffs, allowing both teams to have a possession. I think it already approved. Yeah, no, that's why I said approved. Yeah, just approved, my bad. Okay, yeah. Yeah, just approved to, yeah, allow both teams to have the ball in the playoffs. I have one question for you. Why didn't they do this for the entire season? Why why just the playoffs? I feel like if games, games, games obviously matter in the postseason, but the overtime games could potentially cause me a playoff berth. let, Let me be honest with you. We don't care about regular season. <laughs> but, I don't want to see double overtime in regular season. But the, ga- the games, those games get you to the playoffs. Yeah. So I feel like eh. playoffs matters more. And we what, what it was about was when are we going to get another Bill Sheep situation? <laughs> like, I, 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 yeah. I feel like that was really a rare moment. That was a rare time when football was at its highest of highest peaks. Yeah. Like, I don't know if we'll see something like that electrifying. Let's be again. honest. They did this for the Bills. Yeah, they they, they did this for the Bills. So, so Bills, you have, yeah. no, you have no excuses at this point. Right. So get it done this year. Exactly. Like, get get it done this year. And before we get out of here, man, Paige Buckets. Last night, UConn got it done against NC State and joined South Carolina, Stanford, and Louisville for the Women's Final Four. I think UConn now has been to 11 straight, yep. if I'm not mistaken, Final Fours. That is insane. Yeah, it is. Who do you have women winning the Women's Championship? South Carolina. South Carolina's solid, man. Don Staley, man. Don Staley. South Carolina's solid. They're probably the best team. I'm probably going to actually go with South Carolina as well. Um, UConn, obviously, is UConn. They're great. UConn is (laughs) UConn. Paige is is Paige. She went 7 for 7 in overtime yesterday, went off, dropped 15, double overtime to get them over the hump. But I just think that South Carolina has the overall best team, so... We'll see what happens there, man. It's going to be interesting. I am all locked into this weekend. I really can't think about nothing else. (laughs) want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you all for tuning in. Remember, Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. As we wrap up March, I want to say shout out to all the women there, man. Shout out to all the women out there. You know, Women's History Month. We are celebrating you not only this month, but every month as well. Facts. Um, COVID is still out here getting warm. But please wear your mask. Please social distance when you can. Get vaccinated if you haven't. If you don't want to, whatever at this point. Like if you ain't if you ain't done it by now, like all right, Kyrie, like you just not gonna do it. <laughs> like you just not gonna do it. That's cool. Just everybody try to be safe and you know, wash your hands and stay clean. Yeah, man. I mean, we appreciate all the love and support you show us on all the stream- streaming platforms, also all the social platforms. Yep. It is Women's History Month, and we appreciate all you queens out there. For sure. Um, we're still keeping the Ukraine situation in yes. our prayers. Hopefully that yes. situation gets resolved. And look, man, it is nasty out here for sure. And I need you guys to understand to wear your mask six feet apart, wash your hands, all those kinds of things. I've been seeing way too many sketchy, you know, things (laughs) happening in the stores and, you know, people sneezing without a mask and just keep on walking like, "Ah, arrest this man. (laughs) Get him out of there. Please sneeze in your sleeve if you have to sneeze. Let's cover your mouth, guys. That's all I got. Guys, I need all your energy. This weekend, Carolina, I need you. And I mean need you desperately. 
We cannot go out like this. Beat Duke. I'm out of here. Solid ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marks with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get. No mediocre. I'm feeling like tip. Sound like the me. We got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no ass. This is the wave that give them no feeling Rappers be capping, no, I don't feel you Feel like the man when I walk through the building Too many scars and spiritual healing I got a million dreams I got a million schemes We going crazy, we going crazy We got the winning team